You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Savior! Okay, just so everybody knows, we play the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, okay? I've answered enough questions on this. You guys have had enough opportunities to get enough information about this, okay? We are playing Carolina. If I don't get any more Carolina questions, I'm done, okay? Let's be honest. Again, let's don't make what's interesting important. What's important for this franchise right now is that we are going forward, okay? We play on Sunday. I want to get that really clear. We play on Sunday. The game on Sunday, to me, is more important, okay, than what has happened. What has happened has been dealt with, okay? If there's been consequences, okay? And now what it is, is we're going to what's important. That's interesting, okay? That's been dealt with. Now, let's talk about the Carolina Panthers versus the Washington football team, please. And I got to tell you, uh, I don't know if... Ron Rivera was able to put the fear of God into Dwayne Haskins when he's talked to him about this controversy, but sure as hell put the fear of God into me. Welcome to the show, everybody. Bob Matthews here with you. A SportsJourney.com radio network is on the air. Got a full house here on the Ponderosa as Christmas approaches. Not a merry holiday for uh, Dwayne today. We're going to bring you Ron Rivera's Full press conference today. We're going to bring it to you in its entirety so you can hear everything in context. We will also bring you Dwayne Haskins meeting with reporters because quite unexpectedly today, actually, he asked to uh, address the media about what happened with the uh, night out and the violation of protocol rules. And we're also going to hear from Alex Smith, uh, who, uh, as of right now, is the starter for this weekend much probably to the relief of a lot of the Washington football fans. Here is the top line that you need to know on the Dwayne Haskins situation. Uh, Ron Rivera met with him yesterday uh, and Monday. They talked about what happened. Uh, They put in some new protocols for him as far as wearing more, even more protective, uh, personal protective equipment at practice, socially distancing. The biggest thing that came out of this was a $40,000 fine from the league, which is the largest fine yet given to anyone violating the COVID protocols. And he was stripped, Dwayne was, of his captaincy. He is no longer a team captain. Now, today, before practice, Dwayne met with the team said he apologized to the team. We've talked with several players, Alex included, said they're taking him at his word. He will be given yet another chance, this one probably the last chance. And again, uh, you probably saw the reports earlier today. Yeah, Dwayne took most of the reps with the first team, mainly because Alex wasn't, although Alex Smith feels that he will be ready for Sunday, he was not ready to take any snaps in a regular practice today. 
Uh, one side note, we did see Antonio Gibson taking some reps with the ones as well, although today was more of a walkthrough than anything else. All right. As you might imagine, and you heard from that opening clip, Ron Rivera was just a little bit salty after about the fourth or fifth question on the Dwayne situation. So let's take you back to Ashburn. This is how it happened in real time as Coach Ron Rivera stepped up to the podium to talk with reporters via Zoom earlier today, as he normally does after practice during the week. So here's Ron. The social uh, media posts about Dwayne the past couple of days. Uh, we're made aware of the post on Monday, and immediately we contacted Dwayne. He was truthful and upfront about what he had did, and we immediately brought him in for rapid testing and contacted the NFL. We've been working with the NFL the past two days, and they have been assisting us every step of the way. Although we are extremely disappointed in the decision that Dwayne made, I was glad that he had told the truth and was upfront about the entire situation. He gave a very genuine apology, and we had a very straightforward discussion. During that talk, I informed Dwayne that he will no longer be a team captain. He also addressed the team today and took accountability for his actions and apologized to everyone in person. Dwayne knows that what is expected of him this week. Dwayne was disciplined, but as far as the punishment goes, we are going to keep that in-house. We have a plan for Dwayne to participate in some capacity this week that has been approved by the league. We look forward to moving on from this as a team and fully focusing on a very big game this Sunday against Carolina. And I'd appreciate it if we could all move on from this and keep the questions about this matter brief. With that, I'll open it up. Um, hi, Ron. Just one follow-up about this. Um, you know, how, how much did Alex's situation and, you know, the playoff push, did that influence at all the decision uh, on how to um, discipline Dwayne? Uh, this was based on our, our discussions with the NFL on things that have happened. And basically, uh, for the most part, uh, the decision we made is, uh, is ours and it is in-house. And if, if Alex is unable to go Sunday, would, would Dwayne start? Yes, Dwayne would start. Uh, Alex is our starter. Uh, he, he worked on the side. He worked with the trainers. Uh, he did a couple of drills after you guys were gone. And uh, we will see how things progress with Alex. If, John, if John's not on, I'm go. Um, yeah, Ron, just following up on that, uh, what did, you know, obviously you could have benched Dwayne uh, as part of that punishment, but, but you didn't, I guess. Just why was he out there in practice today? And what did you see from him that you ultimately wanted to, to play him? Okay, uh, again, uh, I told you, we, we consulted with the NFL. We formulated a plan that was uh, approved. And because of, of that, we were able to do it. Uh, part of the plan is that Dwayne tests uh, every day. He gets two tests uh, to ensure it. He, uh, he, he wears a mask under his helmet, uh, which has a face shield as well uh, during practice. Uh, he works on his social distancing. Uh, we have contact tracing with him and constantly have him moving. Uh, the ideal situation is because it is we practice outside and all of our meetings are virtual. Okay. All right. 
and then I, I understand that the league, uh, you know, you will work with the league to approve the plan, but in terms of just like a, a discipline, uh, you know, you could have benched him or taken away his reps as part of the punishment. Just, I guess, why didn't you? There's a lot of things I could have done, but again, in, com in conversation with the league and then looking at what had done, what had been done around the league, um, you know, we, we felt that we would find him and we were going to move on. Thank you, Ron. Your agreement with the league, does that include uh, any potential league punishment or would that still be forthcoming? Uh, that pretty much was left up to us. So you don't anticipate the league taking further action? I don't. Um, you know, again, we were very forthright with the league, very upfront. Uh, we gave them all the details and uh, and gave them, you know, what our plan was. Now, again, the league could come back, but that's up to them. And then a quick Alex question, if you don't mind. Just given everything he's had done with that leg, does that change how you approach your level of cautiousness in, in deciding which way to go with him this weekend? Um. I think the biggest thing more so than anything else is just uh, how Alex feels. You know, the doctors will look at him, the trainers will look at him, they're working with him. And uh, again, he had a really good day today and we'll see how he, he, how he feels in the morning and we'll go from there. You know, again, we treat him pretty much like, like we're treating all the other guys. And uh, you know, as uh, this kind of an injury, as, as he progresses and gets better and better um, to the point where he, he, he has confidence in it and doesn't feel anything, he'll play uh, if the doctor's clear. Hey, Ron, uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, we saw him out there a little bit. What, uh, what did you see from him? What, what, what's your sense of his uh, status right now? I think his status is uh, we'll see. Um, we've got uh, three more days of work. And, and with regards to the – obviously with this whole big situation that's going on, you've talked about culture the whole season, the importance of building that. Um, as this, as you were going through the decision here with, with, with Dwayne, how much did you kind of reflect on for you what what culture means and kind of what you've preached to this team as you made your decision? Well, I think the biggest thing is that uh, we we are holding him accountable and he's been punished, and uh, he accepted it. He was forthright. One of the things I really appreciated was his honesty in our conversation. Okay, as soon as I had gotten the information, I, I, I called him. He and I talked. Uh, he and I have actually talked probably, gosh five or six times in, in, in the last two days. And we've had some really good conversations about it. And the thing that I appreciated is that he took responsibility and, uh, and, and was very forthright. Uh, and I think as we go forward, that's the thing that we're looking for is that if you make a mistake, you have to step up and you have to take responsibility. Time. Um, how do you see him? reacting with how did the other players react to him and, and how much do you gauge their reaction to see what you then need to do? I, I thought, I thought their reaction to it was, 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 was uh, appropriate. Uh, there was some supportiveness in it as well. in the way they, uh, they reacted to his apology, uh, which was, which was important, you know, because uh, that was one of the really, really things, really good things about uh, the way the players reacted. You know, he's one of us. And, and, you know, I think it's one of those things that they know he made a mistake. They, 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 they accepted that because he, he was upfront about it. And I really do appreciate the way they supported him. 
and how much for for this franchise? Okay, just so everybody knows, we play the Carolina Panthers on Sunday. Okay, I've answered enough questions on this. You guys have had enough opportunities to get enough information about this. Okay, we are playing Carolina. If I don't get any more Carolina questions, I'm done. Okay, let's be honest. Again, let's don't make what's interesting important. What's important for this franchise right now is that we are going forward. Okay, we play on Sunday. I want to get that really clear. We play on Sunday. The game on Sunday, to me, is more important, okay, than what has happened. What has happened has been dealt with, okay? There's been consequences, okay? And now what it is is we're going to what's important. That's interesting, okay? That's been dealt with. Now let's talk about the Carolina Panthers versus the Washington football team, please. And that's that's what I was actually going to get to and just – what, with what all the stuff that you guys dealt with this year, how much does it help to stay focused on a game like that because this team is, seems to have been used to just kind of keeping a certain focus, I guess. And that's exactly it, John. We're trying to make sure we focus on what's important. I told the guys in the huddle just before we got started, there's a lot of interesting things that are out there, but the most important thing that's out there right now is the game we're about to play. We have to focus in on that, stay focused on that, and don't be distracted, okay? We see a lot of things, we have to see the important things. Thank you. All right. Thank you. JP. Hey, Sean, I'm here. Hey, Ron, with, with your focus on Sunday, how much are you allowed to kind of watch that Giants game at 1 o'clock? <laughs> I most certainly will watch it, to be honest with you. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that, that, you know, they moved us to a position where, you know, to see what happens. And uh, we'll see, you know, we'll go from there. But uh, I, I'll have an eye on it, to be honest with you. And then with, with all of the noise kind of that's come over the last few days, does that allow your team to come together even more? Yes, I like to believe that, that, that our guys have come together and they've put their focus on playing this game coming up on Sunday. Brianna? Yeah. Hi, Ron. Um, in terms of what you know about the Carolina Panthers team, I suppose, what are you telling your team about some of their deficiencies, things that they do really well, things that they should watch out for, just some of the tendencies? I know it's a different team, differently coached, but some of those yeah. players are still there from the ones that you had. So just what do you tell your guys about some of those tendencies? Well, pretty much what I do is just kind of tell them some of the things that I remember about some of these guys, uh, more so than anything else. Um, some of the techniques that they've done, some of the things that they're capable of doing. Um, you know, there's there's some really good athletes on the on both sides of the ball, and uh, they're 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 a good bunch. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate you. Pete, um, for a young team like this, Ron, who is out of playoff contention, do you think maybe getting off to a quick start, which you haven't been able to do much, is is extra important? Because if they get rolling, like say Cincinnati did against Pittsburgh, maybe that confidence level grows. Oh yeah, it, it happens for anybody. It, it it doesn't matter whether you're you're in it or out. For, for, for a team to, to get rolling and have some positive things happen early, it just builds confidence. And, and that's one of the things that, you know, that, that was interesting about our last game Sunday is because we didn't get rolling early, uh, you could feel it as things started to build in the second half. And so it's one of those things that if, if you can get it going and things can be in your favor, you can, you can dictate the tempo. And as you said, that's what we saw in the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game. Um, does Scott Turner's familiarity with Teddy Bridgewater help you at all this week? Um, yes, 
you know, we, we, we've talked about Teddy in the past because we, you know, we were we, at times potentially had, we're going to face him and listening to Scott's uh, Scott describe him is, uh, is something I think that's helpful. Sam? Ron, how have you balanced preparing all the quarterbacks this week for Carolina? Um, the, the thing that we did today obviously was, was uh, you know, we got a chance to watch Alex on the side work uh, the route combinations. Uh, we got, uh, we got Dwayne to get the, the bulk of the reps today uh, when we mixed in uh, the other quarterbacks uh, to get a couple as well. Thanks. Scott. Hey, Ron, obviously, you know, you're very emotional, passionate, you know, heated just a few minutes ago. So I'm wondering, how do you not allow this outside noise, this outside talk, this storyline become a distraction for your football team and arguably your biggest game of the season on Sunday? Um, by getting to the point where I'm not going to answer the questions anymore and just really just want to talk about Carolina. Because, again, this is a real important game. Um, you know, they're a young football team. They mimic us a lot in terms of that. Uh, they play a lot of young guys, especially on the defensive side. Uh, you know, offensively, we've got to be able to, to take advantage of their inexperience. Uh, defensively, we've got to be able to contain their running game. They run the ball pretty well. I like their combination of wide receivers. Uh, two of them are guys that we had drafted. And, uh, and I know both those guys really well because I think they're heck of, a, heck of a, a combination of football players as far as the team's concerned. And I think uh, the return of Tony, Teddy Bridgewater to the NFL as a starter is, is a pretty cool thing. Thank you, Ron. All right, Scott. Heather, then Chris Russell. Ron, it can be obviously really exciting for this, especially this young team, knowing what's at stake on Sunday. So um, how do you, you know, what, I guess not how do you, but what have you seen from this group? Um, almost everything you've kind of built towards that allows them not to make this moment too big and, you know, concentrate on, on the goal, win, lose, or draw. But again, knowing what's on the line in the back of their heads. Well, what's been interesting, Heather, is, is, is I like the energy we practiced with today. You know, the, 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 there was a lot of chatter. The guys were... Uh, were focused, uh, but their energy level was good. Um, the thing that, you know, that, that again, we've tried to do is talk about, you know, just that, hey, this is an important game. And, and what's happened is, you know, the, the last five weeks, every game has been important. And, and that's the beauty of the situation we're in, is that, you know, in my opinion, from, from really when I talked about it week five to now, you know, every game we've played has had, a, you know, is having an impact on the standings right now. You know, you, you, you'd love to win a couple more earlier and we'd have been in a little better position, but we haven't. So every game we've played, especially for the last five weeks, has had an impact in the standings and the guys have had to focus in. And that, I think, is why we, we've been able to play the way we have, uh, continue to practice with good energy, uh, because we're playing for something. We've got a shot. We've got a chance. Um, this is big games. Uh, this will help us going forward. You know, win or lose, you know, these next two, this is a great growing experience. And it's an opportunity for these guys to get a taste and feel what, what almost playoff football looks like right now. Hey, Ron, Despite Carolina's record, um, they've been in just about every game. I think they have, you know, eight out of 10 losses by less than a touchdown. Does that help you sell the message to yes. your guys that not only are they playing for something, but hey, you can't take this team lightly despite no. their record? 
Agreed, because um, we're, we're in the same boat. If you go back and look at the, that little stretch we had um, starting from week five, uh, we were in the same boat. We, we lost several of those games by a score or less. And that is, to me, is, is where you see the growth in, in young teams, is that they keep the scores close. They play hard to the end. And that's what we have to focus on. This team's not going to roll over. I'll promise you that much. You know, um, just all you got to do is watch the tape and you'll see it. And, 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 and they've had some, some, some heartbreak losses. But that's going to serve them as well next year, just like this is serving us well next year. Okay. Um, and that's learning how to play in these games. And eventually when they learn to win, what you'll do is you'll talk about a four-game win streak. Um, and, and that's kind of what has happened for us. You know, we've gotten to the point where we've, we've figured out, you know, that through our resilience, we can win. Two more. Hey, Ryan. Uh, you know, if you were to win the vision this week, you know, ostensibly, does everything that you guys have gone through this year, even the stuff this week, all those things you've kind of had to navigate through, does that make it even more, you know, something you can appreciate? It probably will. Honestly, it probably will. Um, you know, the biggest thing I, I think, again, is more so than anything else is, you know, you want to win just, just because you want to show everybody you're a good football team. Um, I don't care what the record is because, again, if we, we win and get into the playoffs, um, you know, we've accomplished a lot. But I do think that, that we, can, we, can, you know, we can make some noise. But, again, we got to take care of business first and foremost. we got a big game on Sunday. Last one. Hey there, Ron. Um, just to go off what you were just saying, you want to win to show you're a good football team. You've always talked about wanting this team to be relevant, and there's nothing that says relevancy more than getting into the postseason. We know what it would mean to these guys, but what would it mean to you as a coach coming from a two and seven at one point this year to, to make it to the postseason? What would, what would that mean to you? It mean a lot just because, you know, trying to get the guys to understand, you know, that, that looking at where we were, and believing we had a shot, which I do. I, I mean, I, I believe we can make some noise. I, I really do. I like the personnel we have. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys have learned and grown into what we do. Um, a lot of them are buying in. And, and, and winning helps that. And, and, and if you can win the division and, and also goes, God, you know, coach was right about us, man. That, that, that means a lot. That would mean a lot to me. It really would. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, everyone. We'll have Coach cool. Turner in shortly. You're on social media or listening to the chattering class earlier today as we got the reports in kind of minute by minute when practice started that Dwayne was in fact on the field taking reps with the ones and everything. Uh, this provides a little bit of uh, clarity. I know a lot of the hot takes were, oh, how can they do that? And, uh, you know, what's Rivera doing? And uh, it's uh, more of the same old, same old. He was, Dwayne Haskins put Ron Rivera in a no-win situation. I mean, let's face it, if Alex Smith can't go this weekend, and we all hope he can, but if he can't, Dwayne Haskins is your best option. Uh, I'm sorry. Steven, if, he, if Steven Montez was able to play at an NFL label, he would have been playing already. And Taylor Heineke has been here as a practice squad quarterback for two weeks. You're basically... If you were to release Dwayne, suspend him, anything like that, you are putting the ball in the hands 
of Josh Johnson 2.0 with a chance to clinch the NFC East this weekend. And it really isn't fair to the rest of the team. And again, they would have, let's face it, they would have no shot. We would sit here if we found out it was going to be Montez or Heineke. And we'd sit here and talk ourselves into, well, maybe they can do this and maybe they can do that, et cetera, et cetera. It, it just, it wouldn't happen. Let's just all be honest. They would lose their next two games. They would finish 6-10. and 10, And what became a hard scrabble and promising year would collapse like a house of cards. And thinking about it more over the over the course of the afternoon, I'm not sure that's fair to the rest of the team in the big picture going forward next year. I mean, what does that, you know, what does that say about that part of the culture? I, I think what's gonna happen I'd be shocked if Dwayne Haskins is here next year. They will probably release him, trade him, whatever in the offseason. And go forward and figure out what they're going to do at quarterback after that. Can Alex play another year? Is, you know, can Kyle Allen be a stopgap? Do they, you know, now do they have to spend that first round pick on a quarterback? Yeah, that was the other thing is before, is before Sunday night or Monday when we, when those pictures started to leak online, Washington was looking at all of a sudden with the improved play in the defensive backfield with the improved play uh, on the offensive line the last few weeks. And by the way, you go back and watch that Seattle tape. The offensive line played pretty good and has been playing pretty good for the last few weeks. Robbie Duncan and I were talking about it offline and we both, we, he agrees. Remember a former division one offensive lineman, this offensive line has been playing well. The last few weeks, all of a sudden you were looking at, okay, you can use that first round draft pick on another elite receiver to go opposite Terry McLaurin or another elite linebacker, you know, to play the Mike linebacker spot next year. And now quarterback has come back into it. And, you know, because of one bad decision that Dwayne Haskins made, you're looking at now. What kind of quarterback is going to be available in the bottom third of the first round? And are you going to have to give up future capital in order to move up and get a guy that might be okay, but that, I mean, let's face it, this quarterback draft class, I mean, after Trevor Lawrence, there's a there's a pretty big drop-off, <laughs> you know, like a cliff. Do you really want to give up uh, an extra first and, and probably a second as well to go get uh, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or Mac Jones. Is Mac Jones worth a first and a second? Hard to say. Now, against that backdrop, uh, we found out late this afternoon that Dwayne was going to talk to the media. He wanted to address the situation. Once again, I'm going to bring that to you as we got it in real time and let you make your own determinations. I think what you will hear is that Dwayne Haskins is contrite about the mistakes that he did make. All right, I just wanted to address the, my situation with the pictures regarding me and my girlfriend at her birthday party. Um, I want to reiterate that my actions following the game on Sunday were immature. 
and unacceptable uh, for my teammates, coaches, and staff members at risk and let the fans of this organization down. I take full responsibility and accountability for that. Uh, being a quarterback in this league comes with great responsibility and leadership, and I have failed to live up to those standards of my actions. I fully understand the mistakes that I made and the circumstances that come with it, and I'm okay with that because I deserve it. Um, today, I address my teammates and coaches at practice and apologize for the distractions that I have caused. I will learn from this mistake and do whatever I can in my power to help this team during this push for this playoff run. I'm grateful for Coach Rivera being straightforward with me and giving me another chance. I accept the consequences for my actions and decisions to take away my captaincy. I'll do everything in my power to make the most of my second chance. Thank you. All right, we can open it up for questions. Uh, we can go Nikki first. Hi, Glenn. Are, are you able to share any bit of what that conversation was like with Coach Rivera? And were you told what, it, what protocol exactly you were in violation of? Um, I told Coach Rivera the truth, and um, I was in violation of not wearing a mask in a public place and um, of a group more than 10 people. Um, I told the situation regarding the birthday party and who was for and why I was there. And, um, you know, I was very honest with that. And I take responsibility. I shouldn't have went as a bad and a decision on my behalf. Thanks. Hey, Dwayne, I'll just be kind of brief on this one. You know the situation that's going on. You're in a playoff hunt. It's pandemic. Why, why, why did you do it? It was for someone's birthday. Um, and I apologize, and I know that I should have done. I should have, shouldn't have put the team at risk. Parrish? Joanne, thank you for doing this. Um, you know, there's been a lot of criticism uh, of your actions, and, you know, this is your second COVID violation. So I'm just kind of curious, like, how do you think people will ever trust you again? And how do you think, uh, you know? Uh, they're in that with my actions and my play. Phillips? And sorry for the bluntness here, but I think you know it's being recorded that you were at a strip club. Is that true? Were you at a strip club? No, I was at a private birthday event. Um, do, you, do you feel like people are perhaps judging you off of a misconception of what happened? Yeah, it's a misconception. Regardless, I, should, I shouldn't have been there. Um, like I said, it was a birthday party for my girlfriend and her friends. And, um, you know, group of more than 10 people weren't wearing masks and that's a violation regardless of where it was at but I did not attend a strip club. Ben? Hey, hey Dwayne, um, what was it uh, What was it like to talking to your uh, teammates and telling them um, what, what happened uh, or what you said to them? Uh, it was very humbling uh, and I just appreciate them giving me a second chance and giving me open arms and having leaders on this team to embrace me. JP. Hey, Dwayne. Um, there's, a, there's a decent, at least a decent chance that you're still the starter for this team on Sunday. How hard is it for you to focus on the Panthers with all this other stuff going on in your life? Uh, this is all self-provoked. Um, 
and I need to be man enough to be able to overcome that and help this team win and that's what my plans are. Brandon. Hey Dwayne, Charlie told us that this was obviously not a scheduled thing and that you called him and said that you wanted to talk to us. Can you articulate why you wanted to talk to us about the situation? Ron said that they want to move forward. Scott Turner said, but why did you want to talk to us about this? I uh, just wanted to let the fans and the people who care about me that I'm sorry that I disappointed them. I let them down and my actions for us in this situation were not the right decision to make during these, these times. And I just wanted that to be let known and um, move forward with that. But, you know, I just really felt like I needed to apologize and I didn't think the tweet was enough. Pete. Just a few weeks ago, Dwayne, you were really emotional about being able to play again, and and then something like this happens. Um, I'm just kind of wondering how you could have, you know, just that high moment of being back in the lineup, then so quickly after maybe trip up and jeopardize your chance of doing it. Um, you know, life comes with highs and lows, and yeah, be able to balance both of them, and um, you know, uh, I got to just bounce back. Sam. Dwayne, if you do test positive for COVID in the coming days, does the team have a plan in place? Yes, sir. Can you elaborate on what that plan is? Uh, um, that's something to ask. We discussed with Coach that I have not tested positive, and I've been taking rapid tests every day, and I'm been negative. Thank you. Scott? Hey, Dwayne, I really appreciate you doing this. You know, we've all talked to you and been around you, you know, for a while now. And this is as low as I've seen you ever. Um, you know, the low energy in your voice, you seem really down. Uh, I, I know, you know, you made a mistake. Um, just take me through, like, what are you feeling right now in terms of just emotionally, mentally? Um, it's got to be hard on you. I know you made a mistake. You're young, you're growing, but just kind of put that in perspective of, of you know, you start, you still are a human being and, you know, you do make mistakes, but just take me through kind of what are you feeling like and, and where you're at? Um, you know, it's tough. I just appreciate um, how receptive Coach Rivera was in the situation and, you know, being a, you know, role model in my life and helping me out through this and moving forward and giving me a second chance without, you know, many questions as to why. And I know my team needs me and um, I need to step up to the plate and I can't be selfish and I need to stop getting in my own way. And um, so I'm putting things in, in motion as far as a plan for myself to be a better teammate, be more accountable um, and, and fix, you know, my issues that I have brought me to this situation. And a really quick follow-up, you said second chance. Do you feel like this could be your final chance? Yeah. But, you know, you get a chance and you got to make the most of it. And I'm just grateful to even have that chance. Thanks, Dwayne. Heather? Dwayne, again, thank you for doing this. Um, I know you said it was your, your girlfriend's birthday. When you walked into the situation or as people continued to gather, did you think to yourself, oh man, this is not where I should be or without a mask or how did that kind of develop? And obviously I, I would imagine you'd handle it differently in future situations, but can you kind of take us through that as maybe more and more people came, I don't know, whatever the situation was. Um, just gotta be smarter. Um, not really much I can do to look back on it and just 
decided just not to be there and avoid the whole situation. Russell? Yeah, hey, Dwayne, sorry about that. Um, so you, you, you've mentioned a couple of times that you have to earn earn back trust with time and, and your play, but, but what are some extra steps that maybe you've already think, thought about or, or been advised that you could take to kind of bridge that gap and, and make it better quicker? Um, just, you know, having my conversations with my teammates, um, you know, doing as best as I can to be a professional and hold uh, myself accountable. And, um, and like I said, with time and, you know, with my play and my actions and me doing things that I can off the field uh, to show growth, uh, that's what has to be done. And I, I want to work and earn for that. And, and I feel like my teammates want me to do that. Hey, uh, Dwayne Les Carpenter, Washington Post. Uh, Ron Rivera described the that you had in the last couple of days. And I got the sense it's not meaning positive feel. Did you see those as a I'm sorry, we're not at the end. What did you say? Your, your conversations with Ron Rivera, I mean, were those positive? It, it, it seemed to me like you felt they were constructive. Yeah, I mean, as, as positive, as constructive as they could be. Um, you know, he did. You know, um, he did as best as he could to help me, and I appreciate him for that. And, um, you know, just can't put myself in this position again. Thanks. Yes. We'll finish with Darren. Darren, what was the reaction from some uh, some of your teammates? Um, you're talking about how you apologized to them, obviously, and I can tell um, that you show remorse and that you feel bad. What did they say to you? Um, any special conversations that you've had with them today? Um, really just um, that um, they appreciated my honesty that I was man enough to speak up in front of the team and apologize. And, um, you know, a lot of players, a lot of, uh, you know, teammates, people that I'm close with, um, you know, appreciate me being up, up forth with my mistakes and, um, you know, they're willing to work with me and they still believe in me, still have my back. And that's all I could ask for. How difficult was that to do, that, to make that apology and to address your teammates and your coaches? Um, it was hard, but when you mess up, you had to be able to, you know, admit it. And um, that's what I had to do. All right, Dwayne, appreciate your time. Thanks, Dwayne. Thank you, Thanks. Dwayne. Thank you. Thank you, Dwayne. All right, so there you have it. That's Dwayne Haskins today. My thoughts on it? Yeah, he sounded very contrite. He sounded sorry that it happened. That's well and good. Um, but sorry doesn't get it. It just doesn't get it. And it pains me to say that because I really thought that given the time and if the situation was handled right, he could be a franchise quarterback for Washington. But it's become painfully clear over the year that he's not going to be, and this was the final nail in the coffin. I think what you were seeing was performance art is a uh, is not a fair way to to put it, but he was auditioning for his next job as a backup somewhere to try and start rebuilding his career. Brief though it's been, everybody seems to be sorry after they get caught after you know after the fact. You have to know better. 
and we have talked about it ad nauseum today. You have put your entire, t- not just yourself, but your entire team uh, in jeopardy. And your coach, who has a compromised immune system because of the fact that he's just gotten through with the cancer treatment this year. The lack of awareness is just stunning here. And, you know, for everyone that says it's unfair because of the situation that he was brought into here or the fact that the rules are different for a quarterback than for everybody else, that may be true. But, you know, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. It is what it is. It's that's the you have to accept the reality of a situation. Nothing that says you can't quit football tomorrow and go get another job. If you are the quarterback of the Washington football team, you are on a pedestal. And that pedestal is pretty high and it's pretty precarious. So you better walk the line really, really closely. All right. How about Alex Smith? Let's hear what Alex had to say today. First, when talking about the conversation that he had with Dwayne when those pictures surfaced on Um, social media. Yeah, I feel like, you know, he he was sincere in his apology. He wanted to talk to the group. Um, You know, he apologized to me separately on the side. Um, You know, I felt like he was heartfelt and and sincere in that. You know, and and I think as teammates, you know, our job to – you know, certainly as disappointed as, as, as we were, you know, also to, to, to try and help him and support him as a teammate, um, you know, through all this. And, and so, so yeah, I mean, it, it, it just happened not that long ago. So still kind of digesting it and, and, um, you know, realizing that we, we, we are a team and, and, uh, we, we all go through things and make mistakes and, and, uh, we all have our own deals going on. So, um, you know, no, no judgment uh, there just to, you know, obviously be a teammate and try to help him and support him and push him certainly for me in, in that QB room to try and do that in uh, the best way possible. I think the very interesting thing about this conversation that we all had with Alex was that was the only question about Dwayne that even came up. And I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but yeah, I, I'm sure Alex Smith is supportive as a teammate, but I don't, uh, he's not going to be holding anybody's hand. He's not going to be treating Dwayne with kid gloves. He's not going to try and reach him or anything. Uh, Alex Smith is all in and full on on playing this week, playing well, and helping this team wrap up the division. I I don't think he's going to, you know, be that guy that, you know, puts the arm over the shoulder and, you know, tells Dwayne to come stay with him or, you know, at his house or anything this week and, and try to emotionally get him through it. I think Alex Smith is a grown-up in this situation and kind of says, hey, guys, you know, if the coach wants to give him another chance, you know, we'll try to work with him, but Dwayne's got to help himself. And, again, Smith said that, you know, as far as practice went today, uh, he is definitely planning on being the starting quarterback this weekend. Yeah, prepare, you know, for me, uh, absolutely planning on being out there, um, you know, doing every single thing I can uh, to make sure that happens. It, there, there is a progression here as the week goes on, you know, and, and so just taking it, literally, I know you guys probably hate hearing this, but literally just trying to every single day take a step 
uh, towards Sunday. And so it felt, felt like today went well and, and uh, still, you know, still got some treatment to get and, and to keep going. And, and so uh, and then, then on to tomorrow. So if you want to see what Dwight Haskins can learn from Alex Smith, it is being all business. And that's what Alex Smith was today. He's all business, you know, everybody else's problems. You hang them up on the hook on the back of the door when you get there. And let's get ready to play a really important football game this weekend. All right, team's back on the practice field tomorrow. We will see how Alex's leg responds, see if he's able to take some of the snaps with the first team tomorrow as Washington gets ready for what is the most important game of the season so far. We'll see if next week's tops this. Uh, don't forget, the game has been flexed to 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon, and it is going to be on CBS. Ian Eagle and Charles Davis with the call. Talk to you again about it all tomorrow. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, you wear white. <laughs>